You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. In the last episode, Sohail Khan shares how he earned over $1.5 million in profit on one of his first joint venture deals. Welcome, everyone, and we have another amazing guest today. Her name is Virginia Salas Castillo and is the founder of Ginny TV, which is a disruptive media firm that helps businesses build influence and online awareness. She managed over a billion dollars at Apple and Oracle without a degree, and she has been named the number one female Snapchat influencer in the world and is a hired gun behind organizations like BBC, the NASDAQ, and many others. Welcome to the show, Virginia. So great being here, Dennis. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I love it. I'm going to be totally transparent. Snapchat is like speaking Swahili to me. Okay. So I'm not a Snapchat guy. So I'm hoping to learn something. I think the audience is going to learn something. And um, you're the right person to talk to from what I hear. So if you could take a minute and tell us a little bit about Ginny TV and what you do there. Yeah, absolutely. So a little bit to my background. So I began as an influencer myself on Snapchat, as you already mentioned. And what I realized is that there was just a huge divide between influencers and brands. And that you know the whole social media market was just getting extremely messy with businesses just being completely behind the curve and, and trying to catch up and you know being a little bit too pushy and salesy and too brandy with their messaging and so I kind of switched from being an influencer to getting more into the business side because as you already mentioned I worked for Oracle and I worked for Apple and my true passion was really how do I help businesses grow and how do I really help them flourish and find their voice on social media so that's kind of how Genie TV came about. Our mission is to empower brands to become influencers. So we want to kind of bridge that gap that's currently existing. And it's just been an absolute joy so far. I love what I do every single day. We've had some really great successes with our clients. And um, we're actually currently building an online social media university. So a real social media certification, you know, like not like social media boot camps and, you know, five ways to go viral and stuff like that, but it's going to be an actual legitimate learning platform. So I'm really excited. Very cool. So can you expand a little bit on exactly what influencer marketing is? Because we hear the term all the time, but I'm not really sure everyone here knows exactly how it works or what it's all about. Can you unpack that a little bit for us? Yeah. I mean, so influencer marketing is basically just a new age word for celebrity advertising. It's been around, you know... (laughs) As long as business has been around, you find the coolest person in town and that people are following, that people are, are listening to, or you find professionals, you know, same thing with doctors, right? So toothpastes will, for example, take doctors in their adverts and say, you know, like Dr. John says that this toothpaste is the best. It's, it's the same thing. It's, it's just based on recommendation. And I think that's how ultimately we buy. And so the influencer market now and the influencer marketing campaigns that are kind of, you know, taking our economy by storm are basically just the newest version of that is, is, you know, anything from kids to, to entrepreneurs, 
to artists who've now been able to grow a following on a social platform and they're collaborating with brands and helping them advertise their products because they have a large audience. So it's just really a new age thing that's been around forever, if that makes sense. So Virginia, I read that your influencers have over 280 million followers. I mean, can you share with me some of your bigger, more well-known influencers? Yeah, absolutely. So we work with anyone from A-listers like Drew Barrymore, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ludacris, to massive social influencers that have just grown new followings like Logan Paul, the Kardashians, of course. However, I must say to that, that micro-influencers are also incredibly powerful. For some brands that have smaller budgets, I would really recommend to work with a few micros to start off with, especially that are quite niche, because you'll see higher conversion rates. With bigger influencers, their audience are obviously always getting different branded messages. And so they won't always follow suit straight away, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. So you started Ginny. Is it Ginny or Genie? Genie, but both works. Yeah, you started <laughs> Genie TV in 2015. And it sounds like you guys are really growing fast. How big is your company? I mean, maybe revenue or employees. Can you share that with me? Yeah, so we are currently at 10 employees. We actually, no, it wasn't 2015. We actually started in 2017. So we're only like seven months old. Oh, wow. Okay, great. We're like a complete uh, new business and we are just close to our first million. Oh, wow. Great. So are you bootstrapped or did you raise capital? Oh, totally bootstrapped. Everything off of my own back. Is there any plans to raise capital in the future? No, absolutely not. I, it's not necessary, I would say. Gotcha. Okay, great. Okay. So let's dig in here a little bit. How exactly does Genie TV make money? Mm. Well, obviously, so through social media management, so we, you know, obviously we manage, so Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, et cetera, for our clients. So we would do a complete social launch uh, for a brand. Like right now, we're actually working with this amazing crypto that's going to be launching next month. And so we are like, they're completely at zero. So they have nothing there. So we would go in, we do all the brand strategy, we build up their account, then we grow their following, et cetera. And then of course, influencer campaigns. So any company that wants to, you know, promote a product or a service through influencers, then we take our cut from that. So on the social media management piece, it's, it's like a retainer, a fee per month, per week, per account, something like that. Totally. Yeah. And then on the influencer campaigns, those are very campaign driven. So if you were going to do a campaign to, you know, using Ludacris, you would do all the creative and all that. And then they would, and then you would obviously connect those and help with the distribution. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, good. So yeah, the management can range. I just to give you an idea of pricing as well. So the management can range anywhere between around $5,000 to $25,000 per month. And that's for the social media management itself. Exactly. Yeah. And the campaigns can be much, much larger. Cause I've heard that you know, yeah. some of the A-list celebrities, I mean, it's, you know, they charge 10000 a 100000 a tweet. Exactly. Yeah, correct. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so can you share a few tips or steps for my audience that's interested in marketing on Snapchat? Because I know you're known to be one of, you know, the Snapchat queen. So, you know, I'm not that resource, right? I'm a LinkedIn guy. I've spent a lot of time there. I've been very blessed to generate a whole bunch of clients and revenue there. But Snapchat is again, like I said earlier, like Swahili to me. So, and I think my, a lot of my audience feels the same. I know it's a much younger audience. Can you give us some tips or strategies on how they might be able to get started with Snapchat and using it as a way to generate some leads or build their brand? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're actually a larger brand and you want to create a content channel on there, because 
basically the way that you can imagine it is it's just a vertical TV show, right? So I mean, similar to Instagram stories. And so if you want to create your own content stream there, you know, similar to the channel that we launched for the BBC, you really want to have a program calendar as if you were starting a TV channel. However, if you know, you don't want to go like balls deep in right away and invest all this money into, you know, having a host into creating content into like building up this massive because it, it is very time consuming. Like, let me tell you that off the bat. <clears throat> However, you, there's so many other ways you can play in the Snapchat field. On the one hand, of course, you can use influencers. So people that have built existing followings, or you can have them do promotions around your products, anything from experiences. So obviously anything with travel, restaurants, attraction parks like Disney and Universal, those are amazing to feature because they're so visual and the influencer is able to give a really good experience. So you can, you know, promote through that. And what I have to say, which is really important and what makes Snapchat different than any other platform, that Snapchat is number one, the most difficult platform to grow. Then Snapchat is also the platform where you get the highest conversions from followers to views. So you have to imagine that 56% of your followers are also watching your content, which is amazing. You don't get that on Instagram. You don't get that on Facebook. You don't get that on LinkedIn. And um, what that means then, you know, for you as a business, what that means for your wallet is that the people that are actually, you know, watching are, are also engaged, right? Because you see the followers, they care. It's so difficult to get a follower on Snapchat. And so they're listening, they're there and they're present. So it's, you know, it's not uncommon for when an influencer does a shout out, you know, to an account or, you know, a product or a service or whatever, for 25% of the audience to migrate towards a landing page, towards a new account. And that's like unheard of in social media. Like if you can imagine converting one fourth of your audience, that's incredible, right? I mean, that's a, a very high number. More usual is maybe six or 7%, right? But even that is good compared to other platforms. Yeah. yeah, no, that that makes total sense. So that's a huge differentiator because I think people are have grown accustomed to the to the horrible organic reach of Twitter and Facebook and and even LinkedIn, right? So yeah, so that that's a huge differentiator. So someone doesn't need to build quite as big of a following there in order to have the same sort of engagement, if I'm hearing you correct. You got it exactly right. Perfect. And it's just that's such a game changer. It is more difficult, but when you're able to sort of play in that field, it does pay off. Another thing that another feature of Snapchat that is completely underused that just blows my mind are the Snapchat geo filters. And up till now, no other platform is offering that either. So have you heard of the geo filters? A little bit. Can you talk to us about that? Share with us a little bit more about how that works. Sure. So if you imagine right now, so for this podcast, if I would want to create a geo filter around your house, you know, that would have the name of the podcast and, you know, Dennis in Virginia, et cetera, on it, then I could just put in your address into Snapchat. I could create a graphic, you know, with, with a logo, our faces together, maybe something like that. You can't put on pictures, but you know, a cartoon or whatever, or a bitmojis together. And then I could just have that for a few hours on top of your house. So when you go on Snapchat, take a photo and you swipe right, you can see the geo filter that I made. And so what is the impact of that? Now imagine, you know, it's not your house, it's a soccer stadium. For example, last year we did a geo filter for a soccer app at the European Champions League final, the soccer Champions League in the UK. And so we were able to place a geo filter over the match for this company, right? And so 
that's so incredibly powerful because imagine all the outdoor advertising, how much money you would spend on putting your brand logo up there and no one's ever really going to notice it and they're not really going to engage it. So but with using a Snapchat geo filter, you're, it's the same thing as if you took, were taking a selfie with, you know, an ad on a bus or an ad on a bus stop or something like that, because you're actually impersonating yourself with the brand. And we have some really cool case studies around this. We, we did a, a geo filter at New York fashion week, and these are very low, low costs. So this geo filter costs us $6. And so we did a new, new York fashion week geo filter. It got 11 million impressions. So if you look at the ROI of, of that $6, 11 million impressions at New York fashion week. So a targeted location this is just amazing. We have another case study as well with Maybelline New York at a Justin Bieber concert in London at the O2 arena, which seats 20,000 people. We created a geo filter there for Maybelline New York and we got 35,000 impressions, which means it reached beyond even that arena because girls were using the geo filter and snapping their friends and it just got this massive reach. And so, and that geo filter cost $36. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. The ROI is, is insane. If, if obviously, you know, the right ingredients, right. You know how to do it. Yeah, totally. So, so how are you guys getting customers today? How is Ginny TV getting customers today? Now I know you have a huge social presence and I'm sure that's a part of it. You could add that in there, but what's the primary way that you are growing your business? Cause it sounds like you guys are growing really rapidly. Yeah. So it's all through social media. All our business is completely inbound. We don't do any outbound activities. Someone actually just reached out to me saying they want to do outbound for us. And I was like, sure, you know, go ahead. Why not? But everything is like through our vlogs, through a lot of my public speaking. So I spoke at 21 events last year. And um, so that brings in a lot of people as well. I mean, and there it's really important because, you know, people do public speaking all the time, but it's difficult for them to get leads through that because there's, you know, just such massive audiences. So you have to have like, a few little tricks up your sleeve to be able to kind of make sure that you're connecting with people afterwards. Well, you can't leave me there. You did 21 events and now you're talking about tricks. That's right up my alley. So give our, my audience a couple of those tricks that you use at events when you're speaking to try to connect and engage and then hopefully generate some business out of those speaking events. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, you know, once you've spoken a few times, you'll realize that a lot of people are shy to come up to you. Also, depending on the culture, if you're in Sweden, you're totally screwed. Like no one will talk to you. And so after you come off stage, you know, you maybe have a few interactions, you know, three, four, maximum 10. But, you know, what are you going to do with the other 500 or 1,000 people in the room that might want to speak to you? So what I do at the end of my talk is, you know, I offer like a little value proposition or something. Like I say, okay, I know that this was a lot of information and it can be quite confusing, especially in the world of Snapchat. So what I've done is I've written an ebook which I'll give to everyone here for free. Just send me a message on Facebook or on Instagram or on LinkedIn, just with the word Snapchat, and I'll send you a PDF to the free ebook. So at the last event here in Milan, actually, that I did that, I converted a fifth of the audience. So of 500 people that were sitting in the room, it was actually more than that. It was like 140 people that sent me a message. Wow, that's huge conversion for a speaking event. Because like you said, usually those don't convert. They're much more passive, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so how, besides speaking, besides speaking, which you've done a lot of, and it, it's hard to scale that, what else are you doing on social media? Like, give me an example. If you can give me one, take a minute and give me maybe one campaign or one strategy that you used on Snapchat to get more customers. So, 
Yeah, one of my clients actually recently I got through Snapchat. I, I actually don't promote so much on my own personal channel because it's just sort of me, you know, living my life and being silly all day. But um, I, the one time that I did, we got a client off of it when I just said, I said, if anyone is interested in, you know, social media consulting, swipe up, send me a message, you know, let's get talking. And that was just like a very straightforward sale. What I do a lot on, on Facebook and LinkedIn, however, is I offer free consulting calls. And I'm, I'm just not a salesy person at all. Like you have to ask me literally to buy from me. <laughs> like I won't ever offer anyone anything. Like they just have to be like, we, you know, what is your pricing? How do we work together? And then I'll like, I, I always let them go in, you know, very much like the dating principle, I suppose. But so I'll offer free consulting calls. So I'll just tell people to comment their social links so I can have a look at what they're doing already and, and have a little bit of an overview. And then I pick three people for a free coaching call, like one hour, and then I just give them a whole strategy outline. So the whole idea in that call is to just give them value and to give them a, a few points where, you know, I hold them accountable. So I'm like, I'm going to watch you if you're implementing this and I'll be checking your posts to see if you're making any changes. And that usually converts into a client because they're able to already see the upfront value in terms of how we're able to work together. And they're able to see the results of what I've already told them in their social posts. So that's quite the organic flow, really. Perfect. How many customers do you guys have right now? At the moment, 15 active clients that are on retainer. 15 retained clients. Great. Okay. So we're going to wrap it up here in just a second. But before we go, what's your favorite growth tool or software besides Snapchat? So you don't mean like a social platform. You mean... It could be or other, you know, tools like, you know, whether it be drip or different automation tools or, you know, artificial intel, whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we don't really automate a lot of our stuff because it's, it's just, especially in the Instagram algorithm, like, like they don't like it. You can get your accounts blocked, but I would say my favorite one that I like working with at the moment is Icono Square. So we just use it basically for management more than anything. So to schedule everything and then everything has to actually be done manually. But their statistics are the best because they were actually bought by Instagram. So I would say at the moment for the Instagram market, they have the closest thing. And then otherwise, actually, uh, have you heard of Snapalytics? I haven't. So they're the only ones that have been able to get into the Snapchat API. So they have a, a Snapchat analytics tool. They have a you know Snapchat posting tool. And they've also just done the same thing for Instagram. So they're in Denmark. Those guys are amazing. Awesome. Well, listen, like I said, that pretty much wraps it up for today. How about you share one piece of parting guidance and let let everyone know how they can connect with you and learn more about Genie TV? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the number one advice that I'd give to you if you are thinking about creating an online presence on social media is kind of go in, go within first and ask yourself if, you know, you're ready to share yourself with the world. Because I think that right now, especially with all the noise going on, I think we need more authentic and real people that are, you know, sharing more than these just superficial tips. So I think that if you can really be as vulnerable and real as possible with your audience about why you're doing what you're doing, and what your plans are in the future, and what kind of value you're, you're giving, you will really achieve the best results. Perfect. Now let everybody know where they can connect with you. And we'll close it out. Absolutely. So yeah, if you go on genie.tv, so G-I-N-I.tv, that's our website. The Snapchat guide that I was just talking about is actually a free download on the website as well. Uh, So feel free to check that out. And then please do connect with me on LinkedIn 
at Virginia Salas Casilio. I should be the only one. And yeah, Perfect. so looking forward to meeting some of your some of your tribe. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Virginia, for being here today. You've been amazing. And I'm sure we'll be chatting again in the near future. Thanks. Absolutely. Bye, Dennis. Bye-bye. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.